Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. And good afternoon here on WNBC. Another edition of the Howard Stern Show. I don't think it actually is, though. Just me and you. Me and Jeffy coming at you. We can sometimes be as fun. Although we couldn't do what he did on private parts and bring blank, the girl into the studio. Blank Willow. <laughs> Uh, that that was the best scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got, he pushed the limit. Yeah, he did. He did. But he's I I love him. I listen to him every day. So he's he's the best. But anyway, we are here to talk about. I don't know what your weekend was like. Uh, mine was very enjoyable. Um, without having to worry about writing or working on anything. Yeah, you didn't have to write about a loss. You know where I went? Well, I didn't have to write about defense. Mainly, that's the thing that's driving me crazy. You know where I went on Saturday morning, though? Well, actually, we were there from 11 to about 2 o'clock. It shows you that I was not into watching football. We went to the Bat Fest up in northern Alachua County. I couldn't tell you where. I couldn't find that place again. If I, But Karen knew where to go, and we went there, and it was really cool. Like big old, big old bats. bats. Big bats, too. Like, they were this big. But it's big. daytime. Doesn't matter. They were still alive. But they were, like, out? Or were they were well, in they like a Well, they had them in a cage. Oh. It was cool, though. I will say this. It was about worth about five minutes of my time. I bet. Well, you spent three hours. Yeah, about two. And it was okay. We got some food. We you had, had some cocktails there? Uh, they did, I think. I think Karen had one. But um, the... Um, and it's music, so it was a it was a cool thing. I liked it. I, I enjoyed going and getting out in the sun and just getting out. The weather we're having right now, this is where everybody wishes they lived in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. They don't wish it at all in the summer and in this in our pseudo winter, which is three days long. But um, it was nice to get out. And then I came home and watched watched the ends of the uh, noon games and then watched one game at 3.30 instead of watching 100 games. Just watched one. I, I did flip it every once in a while, but I didn't. I wasn't consumed with it. Good. People were talking. I had a good conversations with them. And then at 7 o'clock I went, okay, I, got, I, I can go back to my room, watch all the games. But I, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you've heard about this. So... Cal is playing Washington. Late, this is a late night game, eleven thirty start or whatever. And I'm getting ready to go to bed because I'm done. I'm done with everything. Everything's been resolved. I, this game doesn't mean anything to me. But I'm watching it. It just happens to be on, and um, uh, Marshawn Lynch and um, another player who I think played for the Seahawks, Justin Forsett or something like that. He's a running back. Yeah. yeah okay. So they're going to the they went into the Cal Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So they go to um, they go to him and they talk to Forsett, 
Forsett, whatever his name is. And then they go to, to uh, Marshawn Lynch and they go, hey, what was your, uh, what's your favorite memory of him? He goes, well, the one thing about him is he would never cuss. He would never say a cuss word, no matter what. Maybe we got to get him to say a cuss word before we, we leave here this weekend. So they go back to the other guy and they talk to him for a little while and they go, come back to uh, Marshawn Lynch and they go, what does this mean to get into the Hall of Fame? And he goes, well, let me tell you what. I don't know how these other MFers feel. And, I mean, I I shortened it. <laughs> and he, and then he goes, whoops, and puts his hand over his mouth. And I'm like, I, I started laughing so hard. Yeah, because it was live. Yeah. And, and you can just see her going, what do I do? What do I do when I bring it back? Well, that was very colorful. Yeah, play it off. That's all you did. It was funny. It was funny. That, that was a great way to end a, a really nice weekend. I was kind of glad that Gators were playing, so I didn't have anything to gnash about. Let's get good. upset about. Good. No teeth gnashing. No. Yeah, it was. And here's chill. another thing. Here's a good stat for you. Florida is no longer last in third down defense. Nice. Because Colorado played and they went below them because they're they're. They are pathetically bad. Too bad then this wasn't the year we played them. I don't think they're going to turn it around by the time they do. By 2032 or whenever it is? Yeah. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they hire Bill McCartney to come back. Is that Paul's brother? No, it's not. Bill was not my brother. He was just a long-lost relative. Mm. He was very attractive, though. Yes. <laughs> no, it's good. It was good... Uh, Good to not have to do a, a million things. We had I mean, a tournament. Saturday, my weekends right? are so, well. We had Special Olympics. Yeah, but it, it's that's cool. That's always neat. There's about 110 Special Olympians, and very nice. About 30 of them play on the course. Some play nine, some play 18, but the rest of them, you know, they're they're not good enough to go out on the course. But they have a skills competition, and they're on the range and trying to chip it to a circle and all that stuff. And I think just the the neatest part is when Somebody actually chips it and they get it inside the circle. Like, you know, they're probably still seven or eight feet from the hole, but just the smiles on their faces. Oh, yeah. And, you, know, you run up to them and high-five them, and it's just, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's fun. It's very, very rewarding. And, you know, just to, to see how appreciative they are. I mean, it makes you think about life and how grateful we are for, for certain things. Brings you back down to the, uh, it's just a game. Yeah. You know. But yeah. sometimes you, we all have to be reminded of that. Sure. We love our college football. We love college sports. We love it in this town. But the bottom line is it's just a game and you're just rooting for laundry. Really, I mean, next year, Anthony Richardson could be playing for Georgia for all you know. In mm-hmm. theory, right? In theory. Yeah. But he's not going to be. Well, but who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, you just you just got to root for the team that you have in front of you, and and it's and look, Gator fans are never gonna say, "I'm not rooting for the Gators anymore." They're always gonna say, "I want the Gators to change all their coaches," or "I want the Gators to have better players or different players," and blah blah blah, and and they get a little chirpy, but they're never gonna go, "I'm done with them. I'm not gonna root for them." They may say that out loud, but they don't mean it. They never mean it. In the end, they can't not root for the Gators. And just the same way with Georgia fans, same way with Alabama, same way with Tennessee, same way with Kansas State. 
You root for your team. You root for your laundry. They had a big lead. Blew it. <coughs> they did. TCU. Texas Christian. Man, I, I, TCU is there, – there are some great stories in college football that sometimes we have to look past the foibles of this team and look at the great stories that are out there. Yeah, Syracuse held their own. Really, if not for a bad second half, could have won that game. Uh, let, let me ask you this question because I'm curious what your take is on this. Clemson rushed the field after yeah, they beat Syracuse. I was stupid. Syracuse yes. they beat, right? Give me a break. LSU, yeah. which is worse, Clemson or LSU? Which Tiger is worse? LSU. Although, no, Clemson's probably worse because it's like been there, done that. But I, I'm sitting there You've watching won LSU. you national titles. Yeah, and, I'm, and they're doing I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what is wrong with these I, people? My theory is it all goes back to Tennessee. Yeah, because they saw that environment. They, it was the most watched game of the year. Yeah. So everybody's watching it, and they're like, that looked like fun. How fun that is. They didn't it look at, good. okay, Jermaine Burton's punched a, a girl and, you know, whatever. They don't look at that. They don't look at the, the Nick Saban saying, you know, we're, our players were scared. I don't know how scared you can be, but I, I don't believe in rushing the field as a, as a principle. I don't believe in it. I, don't, I think the field's meant for the players. In fact, I don't. I never had a problem with Florida saying you can't walk on the field. How come we have not seen a uh, field rushing by a fan base in like the national title game or something? Because that would be the time to do it. They won't let them. It's it's not hard to keep people from rushing the field. It's not. It's not. You tell them you're not allowed to do it, and we're gonna have people that are gonna knock you out if you try to well, do you it. St- but you start beating them with the stick. Yes. They aren't allowed to be on there. They're, what what makes them different from people protesting the Democratic National Convention Nobody. or Republican National Convention, whatever? Yeah, what makes them different from rushing a stage at a concert? Same thing. So you're not going to let them get to uh, Dave Grohl. You're going to tackle before they get there, right? But what if, what if you're outnumbered thousands to 50? How are you going to stop them? There's That's, a way to stop them. I don't know. Dogs, big factor. Believe me. But, and then, but yeah, then, but the dog only goes for one thing. person, and here's, then the rest of the guys are free. Okay, here's the thing. Look, the bottom line is you can either have a uh, an environment that says if you guys want to rush the field, there's only so much we can do, or you can have an environment that says you're not rushing the field. We're going to do everything we can to stop you, and they know going in what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, like when. When Auburn rushed the field after the uh, the kick six, right? People were going through the hedges and getting lost in the hedges, and some of them we still think might be there. Mm-hmm. But that's why the hedges are there. They're not there for us, the aesthetics. They're to keep people from jumping on the field, but they just decided they were going to do it. And they probably did as much as they could. There's only so much you can do, I agree, but there's more you can do than what Tennessee did, what LSU did. Uh, and I've been to LSU a million times. Yeah, but it's, who it's, who would really expect LSU's fans to rush the field after no, that? No, that would have been – I don't mind that because that was almost like, are you guys yeah, that are stupid? You, yeah, are you idiots? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? You beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss is your little brother. And you beat them yeah. and you rush the field? Yeah, it's asinine. Clemson, Syracuse is almost as – well, I don't know which one's worse. Maybe we can ask that question today. Which is worse, 
LSU rushing the field or Clemson rushing I, I mean, two the, I guess in the scheme of it, it would be Clemson because it's like you dominate that conference. You, yes. You're undefeated. You don't need to – like that makes no sense. But I, I do truly believe that the Tennessee thing affected both those yeah, games. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think they just kind of went, hey, that looked like fun. Let's do that. Even though somebody got punched in the middle of it. Nah. And who knows what else happened. It's – I don't know. It, it is what it is. And then a lot of people will say, hey, look, that's what makes college football so great. Yeah, I've been on the field when people rush the field and had a goalpost laying next yeah. to my head. I was on the field for Kentucky a couple of years ago when they rushed it after beating the Gators. Scary. Yeah, I wasn't scared. I was ready You're to never forearm scared. shiver somebody. I think the most scared I ever was when, when uh, South Carolina beat Florida in basketball and people were stepping on my shoulder to jump onto the court. And I, was, and, and I remember Mick going, They're, ah, what the hell's going on? Mick was losing his mind. Well, if they step on your shoulder, you just let them come and you trip them. Let them plant face first. Uh, in theory, in retrospect, I should have done that. I yeah. should have just grabbed him by the ankle and let him flip up. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I don't, I, I just don't think it's, I'm not a big fan of that. It, and look, it doesn't mean I'm right. It just means that's what I think. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of people rushing the field in any sport for any reason. All right. Well, if you're a fan of talking to Pat Dooley, you have that opportunity today. 392-8255. What a highlight. We'll take a break. We'll open up the Titan MRI hotline. Phones are ready, and we'll get after it here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lane Shabazz. Gator football is back this week as they prepare for their game against the Georgia Bulldogs. Kickoff for the Gators versus the Dogs is at 3.30 p.m. and can be watched on CBS. The Gators have also announced that November 5th's game against Texas A&M will be at noon and can be watched on ESPN. Men's Gator Tennis just finished competing in Day 3 of ITA Regionals in Tallahassee, Florida. The Gators have Lucas Greif competing in Constellation Finals tomorrow at 9 a.m. It's the end of Week 7 in the NFL as the Chicago Bears take on the New England Patriots tonight. Kickoff is slated for 8.15 p.m. and can be viewed on ESPN. Make sure you tune in here at 8 p.m. for live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself hey gator nation it's jameel here from the mealy pop shop gainesville's home for all things sports cards collectibles memorabilia autographs 
Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football. The NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 850 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Did you watch any of that Lions game they have on the TV right now? I watched a little bit of it. The Lions got down to the one-inch line and fumbled. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, that's enough. <laughs> they stink. I mean, I I just it was a weird hire and just they're not they're not doing well. They're not good. Yeah, I thought they'd be better. I did too. The beginning part of the year, the offense was really good. Yeah, now and then then they scored six points. Mm-hmm. I think second week in a row they had failed to score touchdowns. Defense is really good. Help me win my fantasy league. I did win all three fantasy leagues this week, so it's a good weekend when when that happens. Although that has happened 
several times. I'm in first place in two of my three leagues duels. I get 10 seconds. You can't do that. I get 10 seconds. Just because you're not good. I was in the finals last year. And then you got scared to play. I think that's impressive. Yeah, very impressive, right? like in first in two of three leagues. Yeah, pretty special. And I'm in fourth in the other, only a game out of first. Don't let don't let duels give you exactly. any. No, it's crap like he filled it. out multiple uh no, it's pick not. sheets you have for to the pick different it, But it all doesn't matter. You it's like you picked out Do you like generally you, you did multiple brackets and then you no, went no, one of mine is no, I've got they're all I've got UNC different going point all the way. formats and everything else. So you gotta have, Please. have strategery. Are you gonna say you're it's because of your talent that you've... I would think so, right? It's tough to pick a good fantasy team. <laughs> Do you fans. generally go with the same players across the board, like through all three teams? Uh, Cooper Cup. Like went with like three different teams. No, three different. Teams? Yeah. Mix it up. Three different teams. I think I, I, that's like really impressive. The man. only player... In in uh, let me see how he finishes first. Like generally okay. different teams across the board. How does you he know, finish? The, the only player that I have in two of the three leagues that's... A repeat is actually Dak, who was hurt for five weeks. So, booyah. We don't have anybody. Show okay? me the money. You don't have anybody. You pick guys. I want to watch that movie again. I haven't watched that in a long time. Jerry Maguire. It's not that good. That's pretty good. It was good the first time you saw it. You never see anything like it. It was a different movie. He cried. He end. was playing free falling when he was driving down the road. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it the first time I saw it. I've tried to watch it since, and I got, why did I like this? I don't remember why. Oh, Kelly Preston. Don't ever stop. <laughs> That's a good one. There's not much else to that movie, though. I'm not a big fan of that movie. And, okay. Although it was based so, on. Wait, no, hold on. You're it was based s- on the life of a guy that I knew very well, Lee Steinberg. Was it, he and I were actually friends okay. for a long time. Not anymore, but we were there. Yeah, but you're going to say that about Kelly Preston. Yes. And then tell me you don't like For Love of the Game? No. Well, then what's wrong with you? What, what, you said you only watched that for Kelly Preston, and it sucked. So why for can't you that give, one scene. Okay, yeah. but what about Kelly Preston? Was That's in, all she could carry is She one was scene. in the whole movie. One scene is all she could carry. One scene, don't ever stop, boom. That's it. I don't have I didn't I didn't have any problem I like one of my favorite kids movies is Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers and Kelly Preston's a big part of that and she's great in that. I don't have a problem with her. I said a problem with that movie. I had a mov- problem with the whole concept. Concept of it. Yeah. I mean, it just shows you how good that a guy can play a major league catcher and then a world-renowned stock car driver. And one of the great porn stars of all time. Yes, very true. <laughs> I don't have a problem with John C. Riley. I can tell you that. <laughs> all right, let's get some phone calls. I know you want to talk sports, and Daryl's ready to do it. Hey, Daryl, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you all today? We're great. Pat, uh, back in 84 and 85, were you on the uh, field in Jacksonville and Georgia rushed the uh, field and Florida rushed the field? No, I was not because, believe it or not, you know where I was? I was in Columbia, South Carolina in 84 when um, Florida won that game. I was covering FSU at South Carolina. And South Carolina beat the living crap out of FSU. I mean, they, they were, I went to the locker room after the game, and they were, everybody was getting stitches on that team. It was in 85. I was there in 85. 
though. I wasn't there in 84. Okay, and I bet the quarterback of South Carolina was Todd Ellis, correct? Uh, Might have been, yeah. Might have been. He's now their play-by-play play by play guy. guy. Yeah. Yep. But uh, rumor is, you know, when Georgia rushed to field in 85, they stripped Albert Alligator down and beat him up, too. Oh, it was it, – it, that is <laughs> really? where a lot of things changed after 84 and 85. And that's where that game was in danger of moving because it would have been back-to-back years. In fact, I remember there was this famous video of a Florida fan who had a cast on his right arm, and he was – and people were beating the living crap out of him and ripping his cast off. Uh, but it, the, the year before, it had been even just as bad with Florida fans rushing the field. and it, That's where they said, look, either you get security for this game or we're out of here. And they, they did spruce it up. In fact, the media can't go on the field at all for uh, the game. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, it's my favorite game of the year, you know, because, you know, I live in Park and Jackson. But as a Gator fan all my life, I guess this year, this is the year that I really don't, I've never had this least amount of confidence going into a game. I'm just going up there to tailgate and set up, and whatever happens, happens. But I just want to stay competitive Saturday. I don't want to see a 44 to nothing deal, you know, back in the early age when Herschel was just running crazy over us, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's the approach you have to take. And, and you know, you know me, Daryl, as confident as I am to, to be in every single game. I, I thought the same thing. Somebody asked me today, actually a, a Georgia fan, I said, you know, I think they probably win it by about 20. And I don't know what the oh, spread is. Have you seen the spread? Half. Okay. Yeah. So, that's yeah, it seems about right, at least what the line is. But then, you know, the more that I go through the day and I think about it, like I really feel like they're going to come up with something during this bye week to figure some things out. Now, it's still not going to stop Georgia, and you wonder sometimes if Florida can – do some things against Georgia's defense, but then then if that's the case, I mean, if you asked me to bet on it, I would probably say Florida actually is under that, and and they would cover the twenty two. So, but yeah, you just you hope it's close, but there, there's not really an expectation to go in there and win, and maybe that's what's going to make it special. If Florida somehow pulls something out of their ass and pulls it off, that would be a a great well, day. It would be like what Georgia used to do to Florida in the seventies all the time, you know, Oh, Florida looks great. Yeah. You know, and then they would find a way to win the game. But I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, that, that they're in the top 10 in offense and defense. Mm -hmm. That's now I know they haven't played the most brutal schedule. They opened up with Oregon and I, I, that win looks better and better every game Oregon plays, but Oregon clearly wasn't ready for that game. Uh, no. First games are often that way, but but it give Georgia credit. I mean, would they beat a fifty nine to three or whatever? Well, it was? I say the same thing about Jaden Daniels, who didn't know the offense yet. Now all of a sudden, yeah. he's really good. Was I wrong about Jaden Daniels? Yeah. I said, don't worry, Ole Miss will shut him down. Yeah, he lit him up again, he's, and Ole Miss he's, he's got understanding that offense now in the second half. Hey Jeff, does the Gator walk always at gate one up there? Yes. Okay, I might try to sneak away from the tailgate, maybe go to Gator Walk up there. Sweet. Saturday. There you go. But you know what, real quick, guys, everybody, you know, bitched and complained about the secondary. I don't, you know, if you don't get any pass rush on the quarterback, I don't care who he is. Our front four, we've not been able to get a pass rush. And, you know, our secondary can only cover so much. So, I, you know, people, you know, talk trash about Patrick Tony and this and stuff. You know what, let it play out. Please be patient, Gator fans, but – as Pat calls them, idiots, you know, and uh, 
you just got to take time, man. Things are not going to happen overnight. No, I totally agree. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I've never said that anybody needs, anybody needs to look at whether the defensive coordinators needs to be back or anything like that. Uh, but it is historically bad, and there's no excuse for Florida being where they are statistically. And But, again, they played a tougher schedule than almost anybody in the country, probably then almost everybody in the country. Um, but they, we've seen the improvement when he was at Louisiana, and we'll, I think we'll see improvement again here. But he's got to get better players. That's the bottom line. Yeah, because we don't have an SEC roster right now. You know, no. Pat – the way things are now with his transfer portal and stuff, things can change overnight. I mean, used to I'd say give a coach, you know, I still say Billy needs three years, but look at Ole Miss. I mean, but they hadn't really played anybody up till Saturday. You know, LSU proved it. But uh, things are changing, man, in the landscape of college football. Sounds like an old uh, song you listened to back in the day. Things are changing. Yeah, well, you know, I think times I Times are changing. The times they are changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it is it is changing, and uh, but uh, look, everything we can, every logical explanation we can make for Florida's defense being what it is, it's still excessively bad. Like yes. it, it, every everything we, and, and maybe it's a confidence issue. Maybe that those guys just don't feel like. They know what they're doing, and they they aren't. But the bottom line is, what they're doing with this defense is not working, and they need to try something different. Now, what it'll be, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I'm not a coach. But it needs to get better. I mean, to be one of the worst defenses in the history of the – if not the worst in the history of the program, they aren't that bad uh, talent-wise. They're not great talent wise, but not they're not worst team in the history of the program, Bat. Yeah. Guys, as always, I appreciate every minute of it today. All right, Daryl. Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll snag a break, come back and get more of those great phone calls you all bring us here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you probably have the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. Since the sports here on campus seem to sparkle all the time, well, why don't you follow suit and sparkle in the stands? Oaks Jewelry has become as popular as the new coaching staff has in just a short time, and they've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold, watches, purses. Let's just put it this way. They've got something special that is perfect for you at a price that's as awesome as a Gator victory. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. So go see it for yourself. It's right across the street from the Oaks Mall, not far at all. Or you can check them out online at oaksjewelry.com. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Our sunny skies today will give way to mostly clear skies tonight that will allow for temperatures to fall into the mid and upper 50s in most areas. While it will be a bit of a cool start to your Tuesday, it will be a mostly clear start, at least in terms of sky conditions. There will be the potential for some patchy fog, and some of that fog could be dense, similar to what we saw this morning. Otherwise, tomorrow, plenty of sunshine highs in the mid-80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pathlard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals are back-ish uh, as they beat the Saints. And then you had a moment where you had quarterback and coach yelling at each other. I thought it was embarrassing that Cliff Kingsbury allowed that to happen. You've got to be a coach. That, that's not the way you address me. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator Women's Volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio I've got one piece of advice for every fan out there, no matter who you're rooting for. Jeff, I know you root for the Dolphins, you root for the Gators, Mm -hmm. you root for the Braves. Mm -hmm. I don't know who your NBA team is. The Heat. Okay, the Heat. You root for all those teams. When they win the whole thing, try to enjoy it. Sometimes I think we we move on from enjoying. Now, I will say this. 96 football, 
06 and 08 football, I don't think any of us moved on from it. 06 and 06 basketball, definitely not. 07, it was almost like relief because they had won it. But enjoy it because when you watch the Phillies and the Astros celebrating, you kind of go back to when the Braves won last year and won every, every series, of course, and won it all. And you're like, did I enjoy it as much as these guys are right now? And you, you t- kind of question yourself on whether I – I just went, ah, they won it. I can't believe it. Thank you. Okay, now let's move on to the next thing. Enjoy when you're, you as a fan can celebrate winning everything. That would be my one piece of advice to you, Jeff. Agreed. Enjoy the moment. You enjoyed the moment in 17. Of course right? I did. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, think about Philly fans. Been since 08, since they've even gotten there. I know. And that's a really passionate fan base. My friend Ken Hesser, is, uh, he was there for the game. So 15 years, basically. Yeah. You, you don't know. think that. Doesn't matter that I don't that like either team, you know. But then, damn, Houston's been there four years out of the last six now. They've beaten, I think I saw a stat, they beat, they've eliminated the Yankees for the last seven years. Yeah, they're not going to like them. Well, that may, them in the maybe I can be too. an Astros fan after all. There you go. <laughs> all right, let's get uh, Jake to join us next. Jake, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, um, I'm kind of uh, a little concerned about the game this weekend, thinking that uh, – A little concerned. I think, yeah, I think uh, what's going to happen here is Kirby Sparks going to want to put an exclamation point on this uh, deal being, you know, I guess – was Ohio State ranked number one the day put them ahead of yeah. Georgia? No, they didn't. Uh, but it doesn't matter. He he knows if he wins out, he's going to be in the college football playoff, and that's all they care about. I don't. I don't think that has any effect on whether they're one or two. Um, yeah. Well, I think he's going to put his foot on the accelerator and and keep it on there, kind of like what Spurrier did to the dogs back in those days. Uh, he played the, you know, Spark played for them like ninety five to ninety eight, I think. Didn't we beat the crap out of him pretty much when he was playing? Yeah, I think he played before that. I think he was. Uh, no, he was ninety-five to ninety-eight. I'm well, sure. I thought he was on Muschamp's team, and I think Muschamp was done. They were and, together. Yeah, but I anyway, no, I don't. I don't think that has any. He wants to win this game because it's it's Florida Georgia. It's the next game on their schedule. I I don't I don't think he's going to put his foot to the gas if they're up thirty-one nothing. You at, don't. No, I don't. I don't at all. Okay. I think he's just trying to get out of this game healthy and win the game and and go on to the next game. Because don't forget, they got Tennessee next week. Yeah, I know, and I think the yeah, and I uh, I'm pretty confident they're going to beat Tennessee too, unless somebody gets hurt here. I don't think anybody's going to. Well, and again, that's why he doesn't want you know. Once they feel the game is in, is uh, comfortably in hand, they're going to probably Carson Beck will be out there throwing the ball around. the Kirby Smart Show, but I, I, I like Kirby. I like Saban better than any of them. But wouldn't you, with, with all honesty, think that uh, Smart's the second best coach behind Saban? Unless maybe Heupel? You know, he's coming on. No, strong, I, but... no there's, to me, I don't, I'm not even sure it's second best. I think they Kirby and Nick are about even right now. Um, if you, Really? Yeah, I mean, well, you can go by history or you can go by where you would which coach you'd rather have right now, and I don't, I'm don't. i not sure it wouldn't be Kirby. 
I think Kirby has learned from his mistakes that he made earlier in his career, the fake punt at LSU, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's learned from that, and now he's got a team that is so good. And they're, here's the thing about – and this is what I've talked about with Florida. They've never been able to stack classes in the last 10 years, like one good recruiting class after another. It didn't mean that you had to have three straight – three. You know, teams or classes ranked in the top three. It just meant that you had to have three or four straight classes that were in the top ten. And Florida hadn't been able to do that. The last four classes of Kirby Smart, you know where they're ranked? Three, three, one, and two. That's what you do. You stack these classes so when you have guys go to the NFL, ain't no big deal. You got another guy coming in that's just as talented, another five star, another. They got 15 five stars, 15 five stars on their roster. Yeah. The only ones yeah. that Florida has are like guys like Lingard, who never has a, you know, I'm not. Transfer. Brent Cox, Brent, yeah, Brent Brent Cox is a five star. And he's not, not a great player, mm-hmm. to be honest well, with that's you. That's why he left Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go. I think, I, I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be worse than. 22 points it shows. I think it's going to be like 44 to 13, maybe 44 to 20 if we really play real well. But I think that they're going to try to beat the crap out of us is what I – anyway, enjoy the show. Thanks. All right, Jake, thank you. Yeah, I don't think they care what the score is. I think they just want to win the game. They'll play the game. I don't think they're going to try one way or another to, hey, let's go score more points. It's not going to do them any good. No, you just play play the offense. I mean, the the, the, – uh, playoff committee comes out with its rankings next week. Uh, I think it's next. Actually, it may be Thursday. Yeah, none of that matters yet, anyway. No, it doesn't. Tennessee it doesn't. beats them, then it's irrelevant. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what the score of the game is. All that matters is that they they win the game, and I think that's all their their goal is. And if they get up thirty-one seven, and it's the fourth quarter, they're probably going to run the ball on every down. I mean, they're not going. Uh, there's no point anymore. It's not about style points anymore. You know, they, there was a time when it was, when there was AP voters mm-hmm. who weren't necessarily watching a lot of games and coaches who weren't watching any of the games and their SIDs were voting for them, and it mattered. But it, style points don't matter anymore. They're just going to try to win the game, and I'll be stunned if they don't. I don't have a lot of expectations for Florida. I did find one stat, Jeff. It could could be the difference in this game. No, you know who's last in the SEC in sacks? Georgia. They only got seven. Florida. Only giving up five. Giving up five. So Anthony Richardson should have all day to throw the ball. <laughs> what do you think the chances of that are? Zero. Yeah, they're gonna blitz him, and they're look. They know what what they did to affect him last year. Yeah. It's a different staff, but it's still the same guy. Same player. Yeah, and they know how they can get to him. So That they do. I know your weaknesses and attack it. I My optimism level is zero. It really is. I was optimistic before the LSU game. I go, look, I don't think LSU's that good. Mm-hmm. Now, what I didn't know is that LSU had turned a corner that I didn't, yeah, no, nobody they, could know. They've shown they're pretty good. They were good last week. Would they score outscore uh, Ole Miss forty two to three down the stretch? Yeah, unbelievable. Something clicked and it's worked. All right, we're gonna click a button. 
head to a break, and then we will miraculously come back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lane Shabazz. This week, the Florida Gators will be taking on the Georgia Bulldogs in Jacksonville, Florida. Kickoff is slated for 3.30 p.m. and can be viewed on CBS. The Gators have announced that the November 5th game against the Texas A&M Aggies at College Station will be at noon. The Gators versus the Aggies can be watched on ESPN. The Gator men's golf team finished competing in Day 2 of the Alworth Collegiate Tournament in Windermere, Florida. After Day 2, the men are in second behind Auburn and are 16 under par. They'll compete in the final day of the tournament tomorrow. The Chicago Bears are playing the New England Patriots tonight at 8.15. Going into tonight's game, the Bears are 2-4 and four and the Patriots are 3-3. Three and three. Tune in here tonight at 8 p.m. for live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming. November 4th, 5th, and 6th. A three-day $60 million event. Extra savings store-wide. Plus 36 months, zero interest financing. Get that $2,000 Diamond Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. Getting engaged? Upgrading or diamond? Looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. Best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Plus zero interest financing. November 4th, 5th, and 6th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoso and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of Florida Gators. All right, we are back here on The Tailgate, America's number one sports talk show. Talking about the Gators. East of the Mississippi. In Weimar Hall. It's the only one that's doing it. 
Let's go to the phones and see what Jack has for us today. What's up, Jack? Well, guys, nice week off. Uh, I think this week is, you know, I, I want to say this for all the kids who are like 10, 12, 13, you know, 8, 9, whatever, in your, in your teenage years, high school years. This is what it felt like for me to be a Gator fan growing up as a kid. <laughs> and, as, and, as I, and as I got into my gray hair days in 1990. But I'm just saying it, it's a, uh, there's, there's just a, a cavalcade of excuses we can make, but it all goes back to coaching hires, facility improvement. I think we have the right guy. I just don't think we have the players. Again, I mentioned this last week. There's going to be a tremendous turnover on this team. Because I, I believe Billy's going to hit the – I've been told Billy's going to hit the portal very heavy, not six, maybe 10 or 12. We're going to sign a lot of folks, and a lot of these kids are going to be gone. They, yeah, and they need to be. And I think they're that's at least the hope now for him trying to keep these guys together. And it's it's like auditions. Obviously, there's not much to play for as far yeah, as a championship games, or yeah. anything else. Absolutely. It's an opportunity that he's going to watch, and he's going to say, hey, when we have that exit meeting – you didn't do this, or this is what I saw, and you weren't and going again, hard here. All you can do is suggest that they leave. You can't force them yep. to leave. Yeah, I mean, you'd say you're well, not going to you play, know, you're not and they're going to want to leave. Uh, well, yeah. Pat, it's, it's, it's four one-year renewable scholarships, so they can let them go. Yeah, they certainly can. I think the yeah. rule changed. I think it changed that you have to honor it all four years. Well, then I guess I can give them a scholarship. Uh, you know, but no, not many guys are going to stay if you if they're told not gonna you play. can't not play. play. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this is my second. There's too much. You know, the start of the sports year for me is the Masters, and the ending to me is the uh, is the is the Florida Georgia game. And gentlemen, it is the Florida Georgia game. It's not the other way around. F comes before G. Yep. Uh, but this, I'm not going. To, yeah, we go down. I go down to Fernandina and have the old guys. We used to talk about how great we were. Now we talk about, oh, i got to have my other hip replaced, my knee hurts, got to have a knee replacement, my PSA's there, my prostate problem, blood sugar problem. So, yeah, we're just a bunch of farts now. But, you know, I just I, I canceled my tickets because I just don't want to go see her get our, get our brains beat out. I just don't want to do that and spend money. But I think we'll turn the corner next year. I, I, again, I believe this is, this is a Charlie Pill rebuild. This is not a quick fix. This is something you've got to change the culture. I think we've got a bunch of bad – some some bad seeds on this team that were left over from Dan Mullen. Uh, shoot, forgive me, Lord, I don't want to mention his name again. But uh, I, I was going to ask you this, Pat. There's there's talk talks again today uh, from both University of, of uh, Florida and Georgia that oh uh, we're talking about moving the, the game from Jacksonville. And I just think that's the dumbest thing in the world to move this series. It's just stupid. Well, uh, what they did was they put out a joint statement today saying, hey, yeah. Uh, we're gonna. We we still have to negotiate the deal, and that was a lot of posturing. I have no doubt, question about it. You don't want to ever tell anybody, "Hey, we're gonna play in your stadium for as long as we can, and and you right. can charge us the same, whatever." They're more like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we." And that's why Kirby brought it up. I mean, they're everybody's posturing right now to make sure they get the best deal possible. For the future, um, if they if they move it out of there, it's not going to be the end of the world to me. But uh, I I think it is a unique and cool thing, amen, uh, amen. that has been going on for a long, long time. But uh, you know, I, I, I at, the, at the same time, two of my favorite years of covering the Gators were the two years they didn't play in Jacksonville, because well, the one in, the one in Athens was awesome, and the night. night the Braves won the World Series. Yeah, that was awesome. But, you know, again, it's tradition. And, again, there, there is posturing going on. But, you know, 
I still believe, you know, again, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that on the Gulf, Gulf Coast all the way up the Gold Coast all the way up until to Savannah that reap a lot of money from Georgia fans staying down there. And again, yeah, you know, no, Athens, I, no there's question. Pretty no, there's pretty no big motels in Athens. I mean, all the people from Gators will stay in they'll stay Atlanta. In, um, I, that's where Atlanta. we stayed. That's where the yeah, team stayed. The team yeah. when they played at Athens, they stayed in Atlanta. But I mean, these, these, these Georgia people, like when I go back to Fernandina, they stay in the same hotels, play golf at the same place, eat at the same restaurants. Because Fernandina Beach is kind of like the line. You know what? Everything north of Fernandina Beach is Bulldog, and everything south is Gator. Well, I mean, heck, you probably got half of the three quarter, maybe a quarter of the Florida fans. They're all probably just driving there and back, not spending any money. But I mean, the Georgia fans, they go in there. It's a week long vacation for them. And I mean, who yep. wants to? And you're going to lose that. I mean, even your buddy Tony Barnhart mentions he meets all of his Georgia fraternity brothers there, and they play. They leave Wednesday or Tuesday and play golf for three or four days. You can't do that if you move that game to to. Well, uh, to, the legendary uh, call from uh, Munson when Lindsey Scott play at the, when he when it finally there. calmed down, he goes, "There's going to be some damage in Jekyll Island tonight." Or, yeah, or Saint yeah. Simon Hour, whatever he said, but it, and I'm sure there was a lot of a lot of broken furniture after that game. Yeah, well, those people don't know how to maintain anything anyway. So, <laughs> all right, guys, I'll call you later in the week. I, again, I, I, if I was a uh, don't want to sound negative, but I am a realist. Uh, the uh, I would take the I, I would take the over, and I just I just think Georgia beats her pants off. I just really? again, it's gonna. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Whenever, anytime Georgia can make Florida, they're still pissed off about the Spurrier years, man, and the Urban years. They're still mad about that. Do you, still mad about. Do you know what the record was for Urban and Steve against Georgia? Let's see, 11, 16, uh, 16 and two. That's correct. Very well done. Good you, Jack. Guys, guys, have a great day. Take care. Go Gators. Got to get them an award or something. I mean, even if you take the uh, Georgia line, which is that they played against a Florida team that wasn't even in the state city of Gainesville at the mm-hmm. time, and it wasn't even a college, and they take that as a win, they're so then they're ten up. They're ten up without Urban and and uh, you know without Urban and Spurrier, uh, Spurrier they would be. 26 up. No, what, 14 and well, 14 at 24 up. So thank God for those two coaches. Because they won. something to think about. What if the Gators catch the, the dogs this weekend, overlooking them, looking at Tennessee next no. week, which is their no. biggest game on their schedule right now? Florida, Georgia. Yeah, I think it's, it's just too yeah, big. To overlook, and I think they're too good to not play well anyway. It's not it's, like and it, and in college football, you know that you got to be ready to play every week. Yeah, or you get you you run into that. And again, it's half half the stadium is going to be Gator fans. So now I don't I don't see that as being a problem. Get the I, but I fans I will say this under I, us this year at least. I I do think if if Georgia jumps out to a big lead, they will ratchet it down because they just want to get to the next game healthy. I don't. I don't think they'll like. Our callers have been saying they're gonna they're gonna try to Step beat them as bad throat. as they can. I don't. I don't think they are. They'll take right now. If you gave them a twenty-eight to three win, they would go. Thank you very much. We'll we'll see you next week. If Gators only score three, then that's not good. They're pretty good. They're only giving up nine a game. That's not a lot. 
Mm-hmm. They're giving up nine a game. Nine points a game. Not nine first downs of series. They're good. It will be tough. But it's sports. And we'll see what happens. Whole another hour to talk about that and many more things that are going on. You're listening to The Tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. How many times have you looked around your house and said, one day, one day I'll add that pool, or remodel that kitchen, or maybe even take a dream vacation? Here at Radiant Credit Union, we say that day could be today. With our low-rate home equity line of credit, you can access the value of your home to make your dreams a reality. We offer an easy application, low rates, and in some cases, no closing costs. Radiant puts your home equity in your hands. Visit RadiantCU.org HELOC and get started on your home equity line today. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, let's do this. Hour two on a Sonic Sound Off Monday begins now. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here with you. Jake is producing today, and the number, same as always, 392-8255, talking uh, certainly Florida, Georgia. We've got uh, several days to do that, but then also some of the other stuff that is going on nationally. We know the, the World Series is Houston and Philly. We'll see what happens there. Do you know who Mattress Mac is? No, I do not. You Jeff. do not. No. Okay. Well, then I will. Uh, he's a he's a gambler. He's a gambler. Yeah. He is the uh, owner of a store called Gallery Furniture. He's made a bunch of big bets over uh, the years. Huge bets. Yeah. He won uh, like fifteen million when Kansas won the basketball national title. So he has made over ten million dollars in bets. Why has he got a mattress store though? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's probably how he got his money, and then now he can do all this stuff. So he's made ten he million dollars. Ten million dollars. He needs to stop on in bets on the Astros to win the World Series this year. So if he wins, he will have won more than seventy-five million dollars, which will be the largest in sports betting history. How much does he have bet on the uh, Phillies? I don't think any. Well, he's a Houston. Okay, Fan. so now I'm going to root for the Phillies. Just so this guy loses $10 yeah. Million. yeah, I don't want him to win that guy. But he has also helped other people, and maybe you'll change your mind because he ran a promotion, and this is what the promotion was. It says, when you purchase a Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, Sealy mattress sleep set priced at $3,000 or more, and if the Houston Astros win it all, your purchase will be absolutely free. So if anybody purchases something more than $3,000, he's going to give it to them. But and give them if their you money purchase back. it and they don't win, right? he gets the money. Yeah. Right. You can't so, lose. It's a win-win. So it's kind of cool that he's doing that. Yeah, but he's going to give it, give it back to them. 
I, I, I want now. I'm so is he using it. their money to place the bet? I no, think. he's got a bunch of money himself, so he's just able to. I'm rooting for Philly. Just because of that guy. Well, there you go. But I, I mean, that's that's kind of cool. Like, imagine no, if he was that, giving it to your, food banks, that would be one thing. Well, maybe he will. I don't know, but to I to have, have the balls have you got to any, bet any kind of ten million dollars. And then win 75. That's pretty He's incredible. got a gambling problem. Right? That's what the problem is. He's, He's got also a got problem. some cojones. Well, yeah. You know who else has some cojones? Guys who end up in the bottom of a river. Or buried out in the desert like Joe Pesci. And his I'm rooting for the Phillies too, but I think that's cool. Mattress Mac. Getting after it. No. We'll see what happens. Gambling problem. All right, back to the phones we go. Jeff joins us to kick off the hour. Hey, Jeff, what's up? Not much, gentlemen. I'm just uh, so glad to see that uh, Scott Strickland uh, shook loose the dough, uh, needed to reverse the camera angles in the O-Dome and show the uh, rowdy reptiles. I think that's a free advertisement for us. We're on national TV constantly. And um, we don't have to see the moribund half full alumni section filled with guys like me. Uh we can we can watch uh people that are excited about it and, and give a free infomercial for, for Gator basketball and the way Auburn's done it and the way Duke's done it for thirty years. Well yeah, I, I was surprised when they made the the uh they built the new O Dome, whatever you know, which nobody's happy with, I know that, but that they didn't do that then, but I was what I was told was, it's just too hard to because you have to take that cable all the way now to another level to get it to be able to shoot it from that side. But uh, apparently it wasn't that big a deal, so they they're doing it now, and I think it's great. Yeah, they you don't need you're right, you're absolutely right. You do not need to see the alumni sitting down half filled side of the arena to get recruit you're not going to recruit well and I'm wondering how much in fact I'm going to talk to uh, Todd Golden tomorrow I'm curious how whether how much input he had into that because I know he is he is very hands-on on what well, they're doing and especially coming from the Bruce Pearl yes, tree exactly he knows what that means and I would assume they had a big say in that no question but no I, yeah. Jeff I think it was certainly needed and it will make a, a big impact. I think a lot of people. Well, agree. I don't. Yeah, and I don't think it was needed five years ago because back then, before they built that new, you know, lounge, basically is what it is. Uh, the the alumni were full and they were loud. And they were they were getting into it. I mean, I know that the the students used to stand up. You know, they used to chant at them, but they were still. It was a full arena. Now they built that area where you can just go back and lounge and have a. A slider and and a, and a beer, and you don't even have to be watching the game. It's it's certainly detracted from the uh, aesthetics of a Florida home game. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely right, Pat. And and I, I think you know Auburn's recruiting has been terrific uh, recently. And I you know I don't. It's hard to just assign um, you know having the camera angle on those students, but. I mean, the students are going crazy the whole time. The Duke students are going crazy. The Florida students do too, but we can't see them. Well, one of them, one of them is my daughter, so I I know she's I, Kelsey. Yeah, I know she Kelsey's and I talked about it. She was time. excited about the fact that they're going to be. She's got a, more chances to be on TV. That's right. 
Yeah, and I think it just creates a and there's a national perception out there. I mean, if you're sitting in California or or Seattle, Washington, or Montana, and you um, flip on the TV and you see a thousand or twelve hundred uh, Gator students just going nuts in front of you on the TV screen, it's a you know you think like Man, that that place is pretty cool. No, uh, I can, and I see, can't explain why this hadn't happened earlier. I can't explain that. Maybe one day I will. Yeah, I, I don't understand either. And you know, maybe Jeremy has some, uh, you know, some can tell us why. But but it seemed like it's been a, a kind of a priority for Scott Strickland uh, for the last couple of years. And he said, like, just wait, just wait, just wait, and we'll get there. Well, I will say this: Scott is very fan centric. He is. He, he is. And that's why we're going to have a total refurbishing of the uh, swamp. Um, he 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 understands that Gator. It's not enough that the Gators are playing in any sport. It's it's who they're playing, and then it's what. How do you could make people the it's most? It's the experience for the yeah, fan. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, look at the baseball stadium. I don't look as a on top of people screaming, yelling. It's not the greatest stadium, but. People want. I, I I talk to people all the time. I go, man, I love going to baseball games. What's the last game you went to? I don't remember who they were playing, but I just had a great time there. That's what you want to do, and then then you hope to get people to be into the game as a second part. It used to be the Gators are playing a sport. Show up and support your team. Now it's more, hey, this is a great experience, and you can watch the Gators play. And I think that's the way it, it is in everywhere now. Yeah, I think uh, that's a great point, Pat. And I'm, um, you know, I think the Gator fans need to embrace what they're what they're doing to make it more fan centric in all all three of the major sports. And uh, but anyway, gentlemen, thank y'all so much. All right, Jeff, thank you. Snag uh, Brian next. Hey, Brian. Uh, hey guys, how are we doing today? Great, good. Hey, uh, before I get to my one Florida. Uh, question for you. Um, you know, the Gators are struggling, but it could be worse. It could be Miami. Wow. I watched that. I, I did watch a lot of that game. Well, actually, I only watched the second half because I was, I was at Batfest. Batfest. It was cool. A lot of bats. But um, I, I did watch the second half of that game, and look, the better team won that game. I mean, it would, it's sad how bad Miami has gotten. And I, I keep thinking about Charlie Strong. What did you walk into? Are you, yeah. are, or has he lost it? Yeah. You know? Did you see they had a uh, like a, a big offensive lineman or at least a big guy like laying in the sand and getting up? Like, and they posted it. Duke uh, did on t- social media. Well, the one funny. I saw was the guy doing the uh, – Taking the oh, U yeah. and then breaking it no, over yeah, his shoulder, yeah. Yeah, over his knee. But you know, they also had two guys, including Rashada and yeah, uh, Malik Bryant, decommit. Remember that, Gator fans. Next time you're ripping a guy for committing to Miami, you could be still recruiting him. Yes, yes. I mean, you got to. I mean, it's, it's awful. But maybe if they tank enough, we could get that quarterback. He decommits. You know. Well, I mean, it, the thing is. I don't know what I mean, it it sounds guys who committed to Miami it felt like we're all about NIL. Yeah, deals. that's what it was. Like he Rashada yeah. got more money than yeah. what and Florida. So, so now he's saying I don't is he saying 
I don't want that money anymore. I want money from another place. Or is he saying, I want to go somewhere where I, you know, I feel like I, things are going to go in the right direction. I mean, look, let's face it. Van Dyke is not – Van Dyke was supposed to be and, – and I said yeah, this before the season. I thought he was going to be the next – had a shot at the Heisman. He's terrible, and he got hurt in this game, but he's been bad all year. And the other guy they brought in wasn't anything special either. So maybe he's like, maybe they can't develop quarterbacks. So I, I don't know whether he's looking at it that way or whether he's looking at, hey, let me go somewhere else and make an NIL deal. Maybe they already paid him some of his money. Yeah. Um, forget about the NIL stuff. No, but I'm, I'm just going back to the, the guy, John Ruiz, who is their money guy, has already said – Maybe I don't want to spend as much as I was spending. I don't. I, maybe this isn't going to work out. And so he's already backed off of it. I haven't read about that. Well, that maybe that'll be a good sign for us because we need a like a you know a top quarterback in this class from what I've read. Um, but as far as the Gators go, at this point, I I just hope we make make it to a bowl. But I could see us heading into the last two games needing to win those two to get to a bowl, right? Oh, yeah. Look, I, I think the last five games Florida has, um, I, I don't see Georgia as a winnable game. I don't think that's happening. No. Okay. But the other four are all winnable and they're all losable. And that's yeah. the, the yeah. bottom line is they've got to win at least two of them to get into a bowl. And if they don't, they don't. But, I mean, the bottom line is I think it, it's important that they do. I think it's important to have the extra practices. I think it's right. important yeah. to keep yeah. the uh, – you know, the reputation of Florida high, at least be on TV sets somewhere. It doesn't matter if it's ESPNU, you know. I think it's important, but it's not the end of the world. But do I think they're going to get into a bowl? I think it's 50-50. I do, too. I mean, a few weeks ago, I would have said South Carolina was pretty winnable, but, man, they look better every week now. Yeah, that's a weird team. I mean, that it's almost like they're peaking earlier than they peaked when they beat Florida. And maybe he's just doing a great job, but I don't know how he keeps that program together that way, uh, but he does. He does a great job of it, and certainly they were. But he, he's relatable. He gets the kids to play yeah. for him. I mean, that's what we're yeah. sitting here describing other coaches and thinking Todd Golden's going to be that way. So I think you have to give him credit for doing that same type of thing. And, I mean, obviously sometimes we look from afar and we think the music video is goofy and he's – you know, walking into the room and doing all that stuff, but people love that stuff, and I think you have to do that nowadays in order to get yeah. some, especially at a program Put like that. All over yourself, maybe, but so I, yeah, you wouldn't I think do that. Given, Would you do that? No, you you're anti mayonnaise. I like mayonnaise, but you wouldn't let him pour it over you if you you know. Probably not, but it's Brian. It's hard because I mean, I I would think that Florida's better than A and M. With with what's going on, but are they going to play like the right. game of their lives when we go out there? Right, and you know, anytime you play in that environment, you know, that makes it tougher. But I think also Florida has played pretty. I mean, it's only been one time, but they they handled Tennessee no problem. So true, I don't true. think that that environment. You know, that's maybe it's thing. better for Richardson to get away. That's another thing we haven't talked about is how Florida deals with five straight weeks of only having one game at home. Now, it could be good, mm -hmm. or it could be that they wear out and they just kind of get tired of being on the road. Some teams do that. I've seen that happen, too. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. it it's such a weird schedule to have. In fact, I had Scott Strickland on my podcast Friday, 
and he was saying how they they objected to the schedule when it came out and they go hey we don't want this we don't want six out of seven games at home yeah. they went yeah tough tough poopy yeah i mean it seems like it's backloaded with a lot of road games yeah that's all it is yeah one uh home game yeah. in the last five yeah 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 so i don't know we'll see but you know just like you said if just for no other reason for the extra practice and uh, keep them some momentum going on the recruiting trail. They need to get to a bowl. No yeah. doubt. Thank you, Brian. Good yeah, stuff. Thanks, yep, appreciate it. It's funny because Tennessee also has – they have a home game this week. I think it's this week, right? Who do they play this week? Tennessee. Kentucky at home? No, they – yeah. And then – They go to – I think – well, anyway, the re- then they have – so, anyway – Four of their last five games are on the road. So they've got the same kind of deal. And I, I just don't know why the SEC is not better at scheduling. Yeah. They're, they're not very good at it. No, I would agree. Just like Miami football, not very good. No. God. Which is crazy to think they about. They stink but. so bad. Eight turnovers? Eight turnovers. Yeah. Eight. Not not seven. Eight turnovers. You, you could go to that game for $3. Did I ever tell you the story about the day that Florida lost to Georgia on fourth and numb? Mm-mm. They lose to Florida to Georgia on fourth and down. Okay, 41-26. 41-27 was the final. And it was brutal, brutal. I mean, I was just devastated. I'd just gotten out of school there at Florida. I'm dry, So I go, you know what I'm going to do? Somebody gave me two tickets to the Miami game. They're playing Boston College. I go, I'm going to go and just kind of get the taste out of my mouth of watching football all day. So I go down to the – I'm living in Fort Lauderdale at the time. Go down to Miami, uh, to the Orange, Orange Bowl. Bowl. Walk up to the front gate. Nobody's taking tickets. Jeez. Nobody is taking tickets. And I go, hey, I got two. Does anybody, does anybody need a ticket? And they go, yeah, we don't need a ticket. We just walk in. It was literally free to go to the game. Wow. And I went there and I sat down and I, and I was sitting, sitting on the Boston College side for obvious reasons. And I was sitting next to the head coach for Boston College, uh, the wife, and we talked. And you know, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Jack Bicknell's wife. And we're sitting there just watching um, the game, and Boston College beat them. And I'm like, I'm looking around. There's nobody next to us. It's like we're in a high school game. It, it's and just, it hadn't gotten any better. Yeah, and I don't. I guess I don't understand. It's supposed to be the U and this image and everything that goes with it. And but then they use the excuse it's Miami nobody can show up and then the very next day the Dolphins completely sell out. Here's the thing that that kills Miami. Like, why is that Miami? It's still a big deal to beat Miami. It's not a big deal to go to a Miami game. See what I'm saying there? Yeah. It's still like like that Duke player doing the the breaking. Mm-hmm. That and it's still a big deal to beat Miami. You're beating. You're beating Michael Irvin. You're beating mm-hmm. Bernie Kosar. You're, it's like I always talk about with Florida. When you go play Florida in basketball, you're playing against Joe Kim Noah and Patrick Young and Al Horford and Mike Miller. You know, the guys that are they're out there, that's still who you're trying to beat. When you play Florida in football, you're trying to beat Werfel and Tebow and all these guys that, that have come before them. And that's a tradition you build up. And that's the same way with Miami. You're trying to beat the Miami mystique. But the bottom line is there is no mystique, and that makes it easier to beat them. So you can get a win 
that you may consider to be an enormous win, but it really isn't that big a deal. And, 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 you know, but that's the thing is the fans there, it's a long way to go to watch a crappy team. But, I mean, I, I get that part, but that's when I, you think about it. Like, there's a lot of people that travel to see Gator games. And I know it's only, what, it's 15, different alumni 15 base, 20 yeah. miles. Yeah, and the, the certainly alumni is different, but I guess it's just the well, students of their not fans going up there. And, went to school there. So. Well, it's very true. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that, continue I'm that conversation. I'm trying to give you these softballs here. Okay, and you, more. I know how much you hate Miami, so I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. lobbing up I softballs. It. I just, it's fascinating that, it's supposed to be that brand, that image, and you can go see a game for three dollars. It's it's sad. It's, it's sad what they are, but it is what they are, and I I hope look, it never changes. No, I, I hope not either. But I mean, and hopefully, all these recruits now are seeing that it's not a place to go, and and Mario doesn't yep. maybe know what the hell he's doing. No, uh, I think that. Well, look, there's never been a place he's been where everybody yep. went. And look, he's at, a great coach. And look at the difference now, where. Oregon is all of a sudden decent. They 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 looked really good Saturday night, and so did freaking Bo Nix, which is crazy to me. Bo Nix is getting Heisman yeah. talk. He's like good all of a the sudden. The guy you hated so much. Well, he was horrible. Well, there's the reason you hated him because he wasn't any good. We'll take a break. Come back with more here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. The Florida Gators football game against Texas A&M on November 5th will have a kickoff time of 12 o'clock on ESPN. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic will once again try for their first win of the season tonight in a matchup against the New York Knicks. The Magic's three losses this year have come against the Detroit Pistons, Atlanta Hawks, and Boston Celtics. Tip-off is set for 7.30 at Madison Square Garden. In the NFL, Week 7 concludes tonight with a matchup between the Chicago Bears and the New England Patriots. The Bears are 2-4 this year, while the Patriots come in with a record of 3-3. Tune in for live coverage starting at 8 o'clock. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. 
Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Our sunny skies today will give way to mostly clear skies tonight that will allow for temperatures to fall into the mid and upper 50s in most areas. While it will be a bit of a cool start to your Tuesday, it will be a mostly clear start, at least in terms of sky conditions. There will be the potential for some patchy fog, and some of that fog could begin similar to what we saw this morning. Otherwise, tomorrow, plenty of sunshine highs in the mid-80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pathard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Green Bay is in trouble right now. I still think that they're going to meet at 5, 6, 7 seed. They'll still find themselves in the playoffs, but they've got to get this thing turned. They lost to the Commanders. When does an elite quarterback in a three-week period lose to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders? I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, those type of names. I don't, I don't see them having three-game skids like this. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, so if you did not know, you may have heard it during the break, uh, that Florida and Texas A&M next week will be a noon game, which is, I think, good news for Florida. You know, you uh, – Get up be, and go. Yeah, and the crowd's not going to be as excited. And like Spur used to say, well, don't don't reset your watches. We're playing at noon. They're playing at 11. <laughs> so um, – but also um, the reason the game is at noon – is it more Florida or more Texas now? I would ask you, Jeff Cardozo. Well, I got to remember the pecking order and how it's three thirty first, but then does it go to seven, seven thirty, then twelve? I I think it goes seven, twelve, seven thirty. I think something right. like. That. So then it's only the third game then picked. Yeah, but so it's not, it's not terrible. 
Well, I've got a new theory on. Uh, by the way, Ole, they're playing Ole Miss this week. Yeah, so they'll which lose. means they'll be three and five. Yeah, Florida's going to lose, so that'll be make them four and four. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want. I, I if I was just a fan of college football, it wouldn't do much for me. And that's one reason is at noon. But I also have a new theory on why there are so many games at noon, so many good games at noon. Told us this theory last week. No, this is a new theory. Oh. I've gone off my old theory. Okay. My new theory is that um, the Big Ten, what do they call it, the Big Show, whatever they call it, that's on Fox, mm-hmm. is is forcing their hand for a lot of other networks. Like, for example, this week the the noon game is Ohio State-Penn State, which is the biggest game that they have on that on any of those networks, right? And I think they hate – we got to compete with that. we gotta, we got to move games up. So I think there are more games early because of that. That's okay. my new theory. Well, then if that's your theory, then the Gators are a huge game. It's, but there's other – there's another game at noon. I think that's, that's almost like a, a, a second game. Okay. Uh, there is another game. I got to look it up. Uh, there is another really good game that at that same time. All right. You do that while we talk to the cattleman, Mikey. What's up? Hey guys, y'all being good. Good football weekend. Always. And all that. Yeah, great. Hey guys, I'm usually the only caller y'all got that generally brings up Miami. I wanted to bring that up. Y'all taking some callers before me that have mentioned it, so I hate to bring it up, but that's what I was calling about. But I have one question for Clemson. So Jeff, I'll ask you my Miami question, and Pat, I got a Clemson question for you. Okay. Hey, um, Jeff, I listen to QAM, Joe Rhodes in the morning, mm-hmm. a lot of Dolphins. You know, we're Dolphins fans. And what kills me about the Miami fans, what they do have, is is they're saying, well, Mark Rick was the savior of the program. The, if he couldn't do it, then here comes Mario. He, he's the, he's Jim Harbaugh. He's the savior of the program. If he couldn't do it, who can? Who you going to get? Question. Mario Cristobal got fired at FIU, fell on his nose, was there for like six years. Yeah. Lane Kiffin lit it up at FAU, 30 miles under their nose in Boca. They didn't give him a sniff. It, the reason Miami's going through this is because they made their sixth straight bad coaching hire and didn't hire Kiffin. I, I agree with that. I, I have no issues, and, and obviously what Kiffin's done at Ole Miss proves that. But he would also that, – that would have been a perfect situation. South Florida – the the arrogance, you know, the swag, the different things that he's doing. I mean, he would have done photo shoots on the beach with a bunch of girls and really played that town up nicely. And I think that's what people need in that town to to get excited again. And especially what we were talking about before the break, just the, where the stadium is and everything that's going on with it. I I would agree with you. I don't I don't think there's any question that that would have been a great hire. Yeah, we all know Cristobal was one of those national championship teams and one of their guys that yep. clouds judgment a lot. But it amazes me on the number one show in Miami, they're, they're saying, who are you going to get when Kiffin was right under their nose for about five years? Hey, they're stupid. It's just dumb, isn't it? It's not It's not because Miami's no good pad or because they got no fans. It's because they made a, their sixth straight bad coaching hire. Yeah, you've brought this up 45 times now. So uh, Randy Shannon. Uh, but again, a Miami guy. Al Golden, I mean, the list goes on and on. And when you make a bad hire, you, that's what happens. Now, Pat, here's my Clemson question for you. Did we see a game integrity, a, a sport integrity problem in that Clemson-Syracuse game? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. We all know Clemson's only hope only hope for the ACC in the playoff. 
If Clemson loses for Syracuse, not only is Clemson's out, the whole ACC's out. I assume you've seen the highlights of the game. The uh, I watched the whole game, yeah. Yeah, the ref in the – this was uh, um, Palmer wasn't on there. I guess this was Joey Galloway's words on the wrap-up show. Or whoever, I think your boy Dan Mullen was on the wrap-up show. But I think it was uh, Galloway. It was a clear – Dan Mullen is not my boy. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. I mean, it was clear. I don't want to get into that. It was a clear miss on the ref in the passer. It was a third and 25. They call ref in the passer, as you know, on Syracuse. Bails out Clemson, gives them a first down. And – Galloway said the the flag shouldn't have been thrown, and then you come back five minutes later in the game, somewhere early in the fourth quarter, and it's a clear push, you know, two yards out of bounds, and they don't throw the flag, roughing the passer on Clemson. They they uh, I, two missed, one whiffs a whiff, Pat, but two whiffs like that from the zebras. I got to start wondering about ACC uh, sport integrity. You agree with me? No. What do you think, Jeff? Did you see the game? I watched bits and pieces. So okay, I didn't see I didn't see that part. I don't, I don't think I, I turned it on at the very end. Any integrity questions about it? Okay, Look now, I will question the uh, officials. Dude, that's asking for autographs. Asking for autographs after the Bucks game. Yeah, yes. Mike Evans. That was that was yeah, weak. I don't, I, Mike. It's 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 hard to to say that, but then everybody's human, and and you know it's it's hard to sit there and say, man, why would a ref like shave points, or why would this all happen? But I mean, everybody has an agenda. And and listen, this world is not perfect. There's a lot of shady things that go on. Nobody knows what's going on. And, you know, it's it's hard to believe that a commissioner would give, a, you know, something down, especially nowadays when, say, you know, that guy could very easily say, well, hey, the commissioner told me to do this and this is what's happening. So I just, I think this, it's harder to do yeah. that now, but it wouldn't surprise we, me. We I'll put it that a, way. We used to have a joke that when Alabama would be losing – the commissioner would do the the thing with his nose, yeah. you know, and say, "Fix well, it." Well, yeah, let's, let's well, make sure we, uh, yeah, it's like the sting, you know. So, well, well, guys, I'll just leave you with this. Joey Galloway's comment was there were two shockingly bad calls, and they did change the game. Not my words. That's Galloway. Y'all okay. hang in there. All right, thank you. But that's what happens sometimes. You have to play around bad calls. I mean, it's just the way college football and NFL football. Yeah, but all football. I, I I agree. Do you, with no, that. do you? So you're saying you buy into the conspiracy that the cattleman is pushing? That that no. they they but I, gave I, Clemson a break because they want them to be in the playoff. You think that that happened? You didn't even see the play. I would have to see the play. Yeah, and make that. But I I also sit there and wonder but, why Anthony Richardson. Doesn't get called for a roughing, and then yeah, why no, a, another guy does when it's a game-changing play? And I hope, and I'm sure he is, that uh, Billy Napier is sending that videos over and over again that people are hitting him low and trying to take his ankles out to the SEC. But what has happened? Nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. It's still the same problem. And this is three but, games where it, where they have gone after his ankles, mm-hmm. and, and seriously, in, and gone in two after different him. games, two calls have gone against Florida, and yes. none have gone in Florida's favor. And but we are pretty we do big see things plays. with. I know we certain, look at it differently, yeah. but it's still also a fact. It like is. you can't just say because we're rooting for Florida, you're hoping that you know obviously they win. That it's still not a fact look, that these are what. I was rooting for Syracuse last week, or Saturday. I was rooting for them to win the game. But 
I, I mean, I, I also and know you don't felt that there was something I, I didn't really weird about the nah, call. I, they were they were questionable calls, but you got to play around them. I mean, because you can't do anything about them. And sometimes I think that that is a problem for teams is that they do. Yeah, I, but okay, but get you caught s- up in the in the but non-call. You, but you also call. say that right, yes. and how it's very hard to play around a call that Florida would have gotten the ball back and had a chance to go in and tie the game. Instead, they keep the ball, they go down and score, and the game's basically over. But I thought so was how are you call, supposed actually. to play? I didn't think it was a good call. What else you is he supposed to do? You can't put your body, you can't drive the guy into the ground. He didn't drive him into he the did. ground. He just tackled His entire him body weight is a... So what is he supposed to do? Turn? He's supposed to turn. He's supposed to let, let, let him go. In fact, I saw a play this weekend where a guy came in and he was... About to wrap the quarterback up, he let the ball go and he just pulled off. And is it was an NFL game actually? I think it was. May have been a college game. It it, it is it is a rule that I don't agree with, but, but it how, is a rule. Okay, but it's it's happening that fast. Yes. He's still holding on to the ball when you're basically hitting him. How do you know if your face is planted in his chest that he hasn't still kept the ball? The ball the ball had been released. You can't and, – and Napier even said it's a teachable moment. You can't drive the quarterback into the ground with all your body weight. You can't do it. No, I, I'm, I'm not I saying it's a right, right call. I'm just saying – What else are you supposed to do there? Like that, that just that takes football away from what the intention was. So does you have to lay Tom Brady on the ground softly, put his, make sure his head is under a pillow, and that's, that would be considered a sack. Glad I didn't draft him in fantasy. It's been bad. <laughs> he sucks. Brady, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Well, I think he's not getting that Giselle. Yeah, makes a difference. There's somebody down there in Tampa going, we need to get Giselle back. That's the problem. <laughs> Let's get the ATX Gator back on us. What's up, dude? Hey, gentlemen. Hope all is well. Uh, good to have Georgia upon us. I hope you enjoyed your bye week, even though uh might be a little bit of a, a beat down this weekend. I'm hoping not, but. Uh, we shall see. Hey, quick, Pat, just back to the Mattress Max thing. Uh, just so you know, he, he's actually a really good guy. Um, Thank you. Just he, he pulled together, I think it was like at least a dozen, if not 18 or more, uh, tractor trailers full of supplies that they sent to uh, Florida for Hurricane Ian recovery. So, well, that and that um, is exactly the like kind that. of the kind of thing ATX Gator that I want to hear. I want to hear that this guy is not just have a gambling problem; that he is <laughs> he is doing the right things because. No, yeah. no, he he, Thank he, you. he he and he does he does a lot of that stuff for uh, you know obviously Texas as well, and he's big into uh, a thing called uh, Camp Hope down here for uh, you know veterans with PTSD. That's all free. Um, and things like that. So he's he's very 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 uh, philanthropic. Good, that's good to hear. I'm I, yeah. I look. Yeah. I got no problem with uh, people who gamble who are allowed to gamble legally. But um, I just I, I'm glad that he is taking all that cash and sending it to places that are important. So that's good to hear. So mattress yeah. Mac, consider me a friend. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you still want the Phillies to win? Um. No, I may. I, I may be back to being neutral. How, how is it out there? Like, b- because you know, this is four times now in six years that they they keep getting to the World Series. Like, are people? It's they crazy. Be going nuts. 
yeah, it's. I mean, you see, you see Astro shirts everywhere, and um, you know, I mean, who, who, who knows whether it's uh, you know folks who, who are really into sure. it or, or not. Um, but yeah, I have I have a couple buddies down here who I've met since I've been down here who are big, um, you know, Astros fans, and certainly you know the tech spreads are blowing up last night. And, what about you? Are you um, an they're, Astros they're fan? Excited. I mean, were you banging a no. trash can when they were winning? Or. <laughs> No, so I have a kind of a weird background, right? I, I spent like 10 years in Jacksonville as a kid. That's where my Gator fandom comes from. But I really am from Connecticut. Um, so I'm actually a Mets fan. Um, so uh, for me, this is a little bit of a, yeah, like a wolf. But uh, <laughs> uh, so be it. Well, good. I mean, um, look, I, I, I got no problem with either one of these teams. You know, they're, I've rooted my butt off. For the Braves, against the Mets, and against the Yankees. So I'm done. I'm finished. The, whatever happens in this World Series is fine. I don't I don't care. Well, it feels a little bit like last year, right? You got kind of what I would say. I mean, maybe the Dodgers, Jeff, maybe. But I think the Astros ha- have kind of been the best team uh, in the league. You know, maybe arguable about who they Yeah, they were favored was, going in. the hottest team, right? Going into the playoffs, they were favored to win the whole thing. Because that they've been there. The, think about this, though. This is the, the NL East is the SEC of Major League Baseball. Because Major League Baseball, you get you get a chance to have three different World Series champions in four years. Three different teams. Yep. Braves. Yep. Nationals. And obviously the Phillies. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, switching to uh, football stuff here. One thing too, and in, 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 with the ankle thing, this was just as well. I was sitting there on, on hold listening to, to some of your conversations. Some of that, though, Pat, I also think goes back to the game. They're, they don't allow quarterbacks, really even players, to get hit that hard anymore. And so, if you're a linebacker or a safety coming to hit Anthony Richardson, who's a big dude to begin with. You risk if you go up high getting a penalty on them. Why wouldn't you go low? Aren't they almost incentivizing people to go low? I agree with that. Yeah, but it's supposed still supposed to be a penalty, but they're just not. They don't call it as much. And it's easier to tackle him they do, by doing that, taking his legs. I out. think they do it in the NFL a lot more than they do in college. In college, you know, like like I said, I I've seen three different incidents in three different games where Richardson was hit on the ankle or hit on a lower leg. And wasn't called a penalty. In fact, the Kentucky game—that's where it kind of his negative play started in that Kentucky game. He got hit very early in that game, right on the ankle, and he and he was limping around after that. And he wasn't the same player. Um, now, again, that's part partly his—he's got to either either you pull yourself out of the game or you gut it out. You know, you don't do half half ass, which is kind of what he did in that game. Um, but yeah. But they, but yeah, no, there is no question that got, that he's been hit in the lower body multiple times, and you're right, they do, they they kind of tell you here you got above the knee, below the the shoulder blade, you've got that one little area to hit people, and if you don't, it's going to be a penalty. But then when they don't call it, they they continue to go after. But it. that is the easiest way to tackle somebody. Yes, I mean, exactly. And, and look at that, oh. the run he had against LSU. You know, the couple guys tried to hit him high, and he just bounced right off of him because that's how strong yeah. he is. I tell so. you what, I get tired of are these guys, and it, this is college and the NFL, who now the whole new thing is to sling a guy to the ground. 
And I'm like, every time they sling him, I'm going, if this guy can keep his balance, he's going all the way. I, nobody's just tackling a guy, wrapping him up, and taking him to the ground anymore. Everybody's trying to either hit him with their shoulder and make him knock off balance or slinging him to the ground. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of coaches but that again, can do a good job with uh, with how to tackle. Pat, I think though, that goes back to kind of what you were you and Jeff were just discussing, you know, a couple minutes ago. They're not wrapping and tackling to the ground because they're worried it's going to be driving the player into the ground and they get thrown out of the game. Yeah, but you're really only going to get that with a quarterback. Uh, that's the True. only time yeah, you see that. It has yeah. to be up high, too. That has to be up high, too. Yeah, so I'll take yeah, but it I don't know. I, I, game, I, look, <laughs> I would not want to be a pass rusher in this day and age where you, you go in there and you go, man, I hope my hand doesn't accidentally graze his face mask and that's going to be 15 yards. <laughs> yeah. There was one, I think it might have been last night. I don't know if you saw that, but he basically like came in and kind of grabbed the front of the jersey. The lineman was laying on the ground. And, I mean, it, it looked like – a father playing with their son, right? Just kind of gently dragging him to the ground if they were play wrestling and they threw the flag on him for unnecessary roughness. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Nobody is watching the NFL to watch um, middle linebackers. They're watching the NFL because of the quarterbacks and that's what they're trying to protect. And this has kind of become a, almost like a cottage industry of protect. How do we protect the quarterbacks? How do we, and it's, it is leaked down to the colleges where we're trying to protect, make sure the quarterbacks are in the games. We don't want Hendon Hooker and or Stetson Bennett to go out of that game next week. We want them in the game. We want them to duel back and forth. It's great for ratings. They don't want that to happen. So they have they have even without changing the rules, they have made them more uh, friendly for quarterbacks. And it's just the way it is right now. It's the way it's kind of evolved into. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a couple of just real quick things, and then I'll get out of the way here. Uh, one, I think Gators got lucky, A&M being a noon game. Um, I can tell you here, if, if, if Texas hadn't choked away their game against Oak State, uh, Jimbo would totally uh, be completely underwater, maybe with security in his front yard because Texas would be going so crazy. Well, but, they're, they're going to um, lose this I, week, aren't they? Or don't they have uh, Ole Miss? Yeah, yep. Oh, and, and yeah, so, and that's what I'm saying. So I think they'll, they'll lose a noon game, 11 o'clock here. You know, you're looking anywhere from most people coming in from an hour and a half to two hours away to the game, right? And they're just not going to be energized to do that after they get smoked this week. And I'd imagine, you never know. What Ole time, I'm asking, Jeff will know the answer to this. What time was the game in 2020? It was a day game. Was it a noon game? I was... I was there two thirty, I think. It was a three thirty game. Three thirty game, yep. okay. That was the Mullen game, right? Where there were too too, too many fans. Yep. Like, yeah. Which I will admit, he, he he was. I will admit, he he was some. The comment could have been out of context, but there were way too many fans in the stadium that maybe should have been per the rules. So it, he I was fine basically it, he was right, but he was wrong. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you know, I think too. South Carolina, I don't know that South Carolina's win against A&M is really a referendum on them kind of coming together, getting better. I think it's more on how bad A&M is at this moment um, under under Jimbo. So I think we got a good chance of, you know, definitely three of the next five. Florida State, obviously a rivalry game, we don't know, but we beat them last year. 
with an interim coach with a team that had basically quit. Yep. I don't know that they're that much better this year. So hopefully, thank God for their and then, hey, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just real quick, I just I'll, I'll jump off and listen. Uh, but I didn't know. I haven't heard much about fall ball or any kind of insights on any newbies or what's going on there. So didn't know if you've heard anything, and, and I'll jump off. Have a great week, and uh, go Gators. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, they'll actually scrimmage three more times Friday. this week, Maybe and then Friday. Florida Georgia's Friday. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'm going to go over there for that. And Did you see Florida-Miami played in basketball this weekend? In uh, scrimmage? Yeah. Just behind the scenes? Yeah, you they couldn't publicize it, but from what I heard, Florida looked pretty good. Yeah, they, they should be decent. Um, no, I, I – Listen, I mean, there's not really many spots up for grabs, I think, on this baseball team. And then the pitching is what they have to figure Tag out. Leona first. Yep. Second base. Still be determined. Shellnut, Halter. But Th- third base. Rivera, so Halter. Catch- and then. Got plenty of catchers. Yep. Ryapel's back. Who's in center? Um, new, new kid. Well, he was a freshman last year. Got some speed. Can he hit though? That'll be the question. Okay. So they'll be. Uh, I can't wait. They'll be fine. I can't wait to get off football season. <laughs> yeah, really. All right, we got to get one more break. So let's knock it out. We'll come back and seal the deal on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. The Florida Gators football game against Texas A&M on November 5th will have a kickoff time of 12 o'clock on ESPN. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic will once again try to get their first win of the season tonight in a matchup against the New York Knicks. The Magic's come into the game 0-3 with losses against the Detroit Pistons, Atlanta Hawks, and the Boston Celtics. Tip-off is set for 7.30 at Madison Square Garden. Week 7 of the NFL will conclude tonight with a matchup between the Chicago Bears facing the New England Patriots. The Bears are 2-4 and four this year, while the Patriots come in with a record of 3-3. Three and three. Tune in for live coverage starting at 8 o'clock. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody in exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. 
The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's biggest and final store-wide sale of the year, is next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Get extra savings store-wide, guaranteed IDC lowest prices, plus 36 months zero-interest financing. And it's like double the selection with all of the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections. Everything's on sale, plus way more diamonds to choose from. Lowest prices before the holidays, not this weekend, next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The future is now. Bulls out. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The 100th edition of the Florida-Georgia game kicks off on Saturday, October 29th. Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central. Right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Uh, Wednesday, you no Wednesday they're on the road, right? You don't have a game Wednesday, correct? Volleyball, back home though. The Saturday, weekend? Sunday for okay. the weekend. But you're not going to be there Saturday. No, Sunday. Sunday, come back. After Who do they got? Sunday? Partying it up? I don't know. Come just on, show man. up. I do know we have Pam, just, so let's talk to her. Show up. Hey Pam, what's up? Kill. I just have a quick question. Um, why is the Florida FSU game on Friday after Thanksgiving this year? I mean, I'm into tradition, and it's always a Saturday after Thanksgiving, and this year it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's their call, uh, and Florida State decided to play it on a Friday because they, they get, obviously, the all eyes are on the that game, uh, but they get to schedule whenever they want to play it on Thursday, they could. Um, but uh, really? Florida has no input into it because it's their home game. So uh, that's why it's on Friday. I had no clue it worked that way. Okay, well, thanks for the info. Sure thing. Thank you, Pam. Yeah, like if Florida wanted to play that game on Friday next year, they could, but they Florida won't Mm-mm. because it's stupid. I mean, they can barely get fill that place up with uh, games that – on Saturday, let alone on Friday night. But I'm sure, I mean, it's Florida FSU. It'll be crowded. Will be. Who does FSU play this week? I don't even remember who they play. I don't have their schedule memorized. Um, They play um, another team from another conference. State. They, oh, wait. Oh, that's next week. FSU at Miami next week. Mm. I think they have... I don't know who they have. Anyway, I'm looking at next week's games. Okay. 
They play at Miami. Now, who are you rooting for there? That's going to be a tough one because they both. I'd rather Florida State win because then they have more wins if Florida beat them. What, what difference does it make? I, and that's the thing. Like somebody was saying about, uh, well, it I looks was trying to give you a different theory than I hate Miami. I like I didn't like that theory. Well, though. that's but that's not a conscious, thoughtful, drawn out answer. It's, if I just say I hate Miami, okay, well, I, I would prefer that answer though. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, oh, here's another thing I was going to bring up. I know we're all about out of time. Think about this. When Florida's last home game, South Carolina, mm-hmm. they're going to be seven and two coming in here. Because next two games are against Missouri and some crap team. I don't even know who it is. UMass or somebody like that. How do you know they'll beat Missouri? I, I Missouri can't score on anybody, including Florida. Seven and two, they're going to be. That'd Never be thought cool. I'd see so those. Days. Gators beat them, then it'll look better on the Gators. What? What are you trying to get into the uh, bowl alliance? Or? Trying to get to Nashville for the bowl game, and not uh, not, not Birmingham. That would not stink. Nashville. I always thought it'd be cool to go to that uh, that bowl game in Charlotte too. It'd be fun. But instead, they end up in Birmingham and Gasparilla Bowl. No, no, don't need that. All right, appreciate Jake and all of his great producing efforts today, and course to all of you that listen however long you did it we appreciate uh, at some point for giving us some time always fun to uh, be here for a few hours hanging out with the great pat dooley yeah we'll do it again tomorrow we will we'll be back until then until then pat dooley jeff cardoza we're deep we're way back we and we are, are out of here out WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1.